Hello and welcome back to Not Just Paleo. I'm your host, Evan Brand, and I can happily say I'm now a certified functional medicine practitioner. Now, you've heard me talk about my nutritional therapy and personal training accolades, which are great, but it's just not enough anymore. We need the lab testing. We need these customized nutrient replacement protocols that I've been creating for people. This is what takes you from pretty healthy to the optimal next level of health that most people never achieve. You know, 90% of people I help are already doing paleo and they still need to go above and beyond. So that's what we're going to talk about today is amino acids and how you can use these to balance out your neurotransmitters and fix some of the symptoms that you may have going on. Definitely check out my new detox program. It's back at the website, notjustpaleo.com. You can also schedule your free consult there. All right, here we go. I wanted to talk to you today about neurotransmitter symptoms. Now, there are over a hundred different neurotransmitters, but we're just going to be talking about four key neurotransmitters today and the symptoms that are linked to those, whether these things are imbalanced, low, deficient. I mean, there's so many things in the modern world that deplete us of these brain chemicals, stressors, including toxins, emotional stress, speeding on the highway, pornography, addictions, sugar, caffeine, all of these different things deplete our neurotransmitters and they lead to widespread deficiencies that cause symptoms. So today we're talking about the main four symptoms that I see in my clinic and what we can do about them. So first, fatigue. Fatigue is epidemic. I see so many people every week in the office and online. That's their number one complaint right after that they want to lose weight, that they're fatigued and they can't get the energy to actually work out or do the things that they think they need to do to lose weight. So fatigue is generally linked to low dopamine levels. Now low dopamine can be from many different causes, but some of the things that are associated with low dopamine are going to be people that are going to be eating chocolate to try to boost themselves back up. Now I'm a big fan of dark chocolate. I know it's delicious, 72% cacao or more. That's going to be my recommendation for you. However, the more potent and more raw and natural the dark chocolate is, the more caffeine and theobromine, these stimulating compounds that are going to be found in it. So it's definitely something that if you're always going to dark chocolate, you may look into seeing if you have low dopamine levels. Now, caffeine, that's sort of tied into chocolate, but there's a lot of people that I see in the clinic that are drinking so much caffeine via coffee, even if it's butter coffee, that they're just way too depleted. And when you try to pull them off of coffee, or, well, why would you do that, right? Or you try to switch them over to, say, a green tea or something to minimize the caffeine intake, they start to have all these low dopamine symptoms, such as just not wanting to get off the couch. They're just tired. Uh, lastly, pornography. Now, I mention this just because out of the top 50 and 100 websites on the web, some of the most visited are pornography websites. People in the age group 25 to 50, 78 to 80% of people are looking at pornography multiple times per week. And I've actually had some clients come into the office that have been addicted and they've been completely just exhausted and fatigued from it. And their whole life revolves around it because you get that nice dopamine hit. You look at a lot of different studies where they use rats and they measure neurotransmitter levels after being introduced to new females like you would with pornography. Dopamine levels skyrocket. So it's a temporary high followed by a lull. So, you know, with fatigue, typically what we're going to do is we're going to look at an amino acid called L-tyrosine. 
Now, tyrosine is a natural way to boost up and support dopamine levels. So this isn't like an Adderall or something that's just gonna crank you up or a modafinil, these type of smart drugs that are available on the black market and via your prescribing medical physician. Tyrosine is an amino acid you could find at nearly any health food store in the world and it's going to help you boost yourself back up. So tyrosine is eventually going to come back over here and support these dopamine levels. So that's my first intervention when I see people with fatigue. That's what we're going to do. Obviously we have other things like light. So getting your bright sunlight in the morning, first thing when you wake up, that's helpful, 10-15 minutes if you can. Just go out, let the naked eyeballs touch the sunshine. Does that make sense? No sunglasses. I know it's so easy, you run out the door, you throw on the sunglasses, you're getting in the car, you're hiding behind windows, window tint, all of that stuff. You're really not getting the over 1,000 natural light spectrums that you need to hit your body, your eyeballs especially helps regulate your circadian rhythm, helps make sure that your cortisol is gonna be outputted at the right times, giving you that energy to get through your day, making sure that your melatonin levels are gonna be low in the evening. So that bright light exposure in the morning is really helpful. Number two, walking. Now I say walking just because I find that fatigue is a bit like a snowball effect. If you've been in a habit of just being a couch potato, you're more likely to just stay there on the couch. But if you just go out for a walk, you're gonna find that you may have some inspiration, you may have some newfound creativity, and you may feel that that second walk the next evening or even later in the same day is gonna be a lot easier. So walking, those are my two more lifestyle holistic things and then we also use tyrosine as well once we identify the deficiencies via organic acids testing then we can really get some specific nutrients in to balance out these neurotransmitters that was a long time spent on number one let's go to number two uptight and stressed are you uptight and stressed do you know somebody that's just always wound up so tight you're just like ah oh, take a breath man do you know those people those people are mostly deficient in GABA. Now, GABA is the calming neurotransmitter. It's the brakes of the brain. And I use the analogy on the podcast all the time of the modern human being like a semi-truck with bicycle brakes. So we have so much go, 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 go until we hit the wall or we burn out, but we don't have brakes. We don't have GABA. We don't slow down. So a fast-paced lifestyle does that. Just generally hurrying yourself, locking yourself into that sympathetic fight or flight mode of your nervous system. Those are all types of lifestyle activities that tend to deplete GABA levels. So those type of symptoms that you know go in hand in hand with uptight stressed, binge eating. So just the people that just go to a buffet and they just can't control themselves until they're stuffed. People with anxiety, even panic attacks are a more extreme manifestation of low GABA levels can't relax. I mean, it's simple enough. This is the type of person that has to have that glass of wine in the evening after dinner, and they just can't relax without it. You know, these are the people that after dinner, they go for the sugar or the sweet or the wine or the dark chocolate. So you see that some of these symptoms sound similar to dopamine and also serotonin. When we get there, they're all tied hand in hand. They're in sort of a concerto together, if you will. So what do we do for GABA? Well, two things. We can go straight GABA, 
Now, I typically don't go this route because you're not supposed to feel the effects of GABA. You have what's called a blood-brain barrier inside of you, just like in your gut, where it's supposed to be permeable, but only for certain things. Now, the GABA molecule is supposed to be too big to fit through that center in the brain, that blood-brain barrier. But people that have what's called leaky brain due to gut inflammation, you know, tons of different dysregulation that happens in the body with inflammatory oils, too much omega-6 fats, things like that, GABA can relax you. So if you take GABA, say 500 milligrams to one gram, and you find that it relaxes you, you may have a leaky blood-brain barrier. It's a handful to say, BBB, leaky BBB. So instead of that, I'll do L-theanine. Now, theanine is just an amino acid that's found naturally in green tea. I highly recommend taking it in capsule form just because it's a lot more bang for your buck. You may get 20 to 40 milligrams of L-theanine, which is just a little bit below the threshold that I like to see clients at in terms of boosting up these GABA levels naturally. So I like to see about 100 to 200 milligrams of L-theanine. If you want to drink some matcha tea, which is just a special form of green tea, it's more ground up, it does have a higher L-theanine content in it. So it's a great way to boost your mind up, just a little bit of caffeine, but it has a lot more L-theanine in it. So other ways to reduce uptight stress, I'm just gonna go ahead and make it simple. Go back to walking, take a walk, you know, that's really gonna help. If you're doing it in the forest, there's tons of studies now about forest bathing, what's also known as Shinrin-yoku, I wrote a lot about that in my second book, Stress Solutions, where you can see a reduction of cortisol levels by 13% or more. You can boost your anti-cancer proteins by 50% and it boosts your immune system. So get out in the forest if you can. That's the best way to naturally support GABA levels along with the amino acid therapy there. Let's move on. Number three, emotional sensitivity. Now these are the type of people that are low in endorphins, these people cry easily. Those are the people that wear their heart on their sleeve, the people that you just feel like you can't say anything around them that you wanna say. You're stepping on eggshells with that person. These people may be low in their endorphins, so they can't cope as well. These are the type of people where they just freeze up. You know, in a traumatic situation, like you almost get in a car wreck or something like that, these are the people that just lose it. The people that can keep it together, they likely have a healthy supply of endorphins, whether that was genetic or they just are living a moderately relaxed lifestyle that doesn't deplete endorphins. So actually have some PTSD clients that have been over in Afghanistan and they are lacking in endorphins a lot. So what do we do for that? Most of the time, we'll go to what's called DLPA. Now this is a special form of phenylalanine, DLPA. It has two different molecules added to it. This really helps with emotional support and coping. So I find that even with just a few weeks of supplementation, after we verify via the organic acids test that they are deficient, you know, symptoms are good, but you always wanna have a piece of paper that's gonna help you identify 100% because if you start tweaking things here and they're not balanced, then you can start exacerbating some other symptoms. So eventually, once we identify that that's what they need, we'll start out with some DLPA. Uh, natural ways to support emotional sensitivity, just remove yourself from the stress in general if possible. If you have to go into traffic, maybe there's an alternate route that you can take where you go through some back roads and you drive through some woods and you happen to run across some wildlife and birds on your way there. That's just a fun little lifestyle thing that my wife and I have done and I found it's really helped build us back up and feel stable emotionally. 
Lastly, eat carbs to feel better. Now this is so popular. 90% of the women that I see, they eat carbs to feel better. Now that's low serotonin. Now what happens with low serotonin is that you could have mood swings. So down here, depression, carb binges. These are the type of people that they try to go on a diet and then they just end up eating a whole piece of cake or a whole cake or a whole pie. They just binge. Now low serotonin symptoms can kind of tie into low GABA levels. So, you know, like I said, it's important to identify which one you're struggling with so that you can use the appropriate amino acid to try to fix it. Uh, but what are we going to do for serotonin? We're going to go with L-tryptophan. Now you've heard the story about people getting tryptophan from the turkey at Thanksgiving. It's really not that much tryptophan and you're really not going to absorb that much and depending on cooking, you're going to cook out some of the amino acids so that's kind of a myth. A lot of people feel tired after you eat turkey for Thanksgiving because you're with your family, it's a good fun time, it's relaxing, you know, that's where you hear tryptophan from most of the time. Now I'm talking about the supplemental form here, an amino acid capsule form. Now, you can also use 5-HTP, but you got to be careful with 5-HTP because if you're taking too much of it or you're taking it for too long, you're going to start depleting dopamine. So what happens is I actually have one female client who was taking 5-HTP for two to three years daily to the point where she couldn't get off the couch in the morning without having a lot of coffee. So what she had done is she had pushed that pathway and that receptor site with the 5-HTP so much that she caused an imbalance and depletion of dopamine. So that's why I like to just start out with tryptophan instead. It's very relaxing. It's something I recommend in the evening. It really helps with sleep. It can help with some of the cravings and things like that, the emotional eating. But 5-HTP I will use in certain scenarios because that does end up getting converted over to serotonin. And then once you have the necessary cofactors along with that, vitamin B6, that serotonin is going to get converted over to melatonin and hopefully you can sleep. So sometimes with people that have low serotonin levels, they're going to be irritable, moody, and they're going to have trouble sleeping at night. So we'll find that when you add in some tryptophan or in certain cases 5-HTP, that sleep will improve. Obviously. If you're drinking way too much caffeine and you're a slow metabolizer that you've found out just because or maybe you've had a 23andMe genetic test where you have the gene where you cannot metabolize caffeine quickly, like myself, then you'll want to definitely limit caffeine if you're trying to improve your sleep. But you know we're mainly talking about these four symptoms here. Eat carbs to feel better, low serotonin, typically we'll go with tryptophan or 5-HTP, emotional sensitivity, low in endorphins, Cry easily hard on the sleeve, we'll go with DLPA, D-L-phenylalanine, uptight stressed, typically low in GABA. These are the binge eaters, the anxiety, uptight people just can't relax, tense shoulders. Loosen up, you low GABA people, I know how it feels. L-theanine or straight GABA, L-theanine is preferred, put a little star there. Lastly, fatigue, low dopamine, these are the chocolate eaters, caffeine drinkers, pornography watchers. L-tyrosine is going to be the amino acid of choice there. Get your good light cycle, go for a walk. Obviously, this is a very general description of some of these symptoms. There's hundreds more that we could talk about. 
I highly recommend getting an organic acids test to see exactly where you are deficient. It's helpful to start with questionnaires, but you always want to dig a little bit deeper before you start taking amino acids to try to self-treat yourself because I've seen many disaster stories where people start taking a lot of 5-HTP or other amino acids and they make themselves feel worse. So it's always good to find a good functional medicine practitioner in your area. If you want to reach out to me, I'm experienced in running these tests and identifying and giving people an accurate and very targeted supplement plan to help fix some of these symptoms and imbalances. And I go on to say that you can click on screen to schedule a consult, but you're obviously listening to this. You're not watching the YouTube video where this audio was extracted from. So that same message applies for you. It's important to get your brain chemistry balanced out. I'd be happy to talk with you for 15 minutes at no charge and discuss your symptoms and determine what we need to do to get you back in check. So visit the website, notjustpaleo.com. You can either click work with Evan and you'll get access to the calendar that way, or you can just scroll down on the homepage and you'll see that complimentary consult button. Now, in previous episodes, you've heard me express my strong dislike for detox you know it's such a buzzword that is generally pretty stupid and useless because a lot of people aren't actually doing real detoxes they're not actually focusing on your phase one and phase two detox pathways which is how you truly get the hundreds of toxins that we all have on our bodies out you have to focus on those two pathways so the paleo cleanse and the lean body paleo detox program these are two 14-day programs that are available to healthcare providers like myself that I offer to my clients. I'm also offering it to podcast listeners as well. You can check that out on the store. When you're on the homepage there, just click store. You'll see them, learn all about them. Most men or women lose about five to 15 pounds every time they run this, but that's just a side effect of getting the chemicals and other pollutants that are stuck in your body and opening those pathways out. So that's it for this week. Enjoy the holiday season. It goes by so fast. So soak it up, spend time with your loved ones, especially if you have them, especially your elders, your grandparents, whoever you have around. Just love everybody you can this time of year because it's going to be gone and over and you're going to be like, holy crap, I didn't realize how much fun that was until it was gone. That's it. Take good care. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. He acts like it's a good year, like everything's cool. Kiss a girl and never leaves her. She doesn't have a clue that he's never been close. Why I'm in the tire, got to watch out, girl. Don't wanna see her by her eyes out, girl. Cause I've been watching, you've been hurting. Let me be the one that loves you better.